Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, adult language, mature themes, and mild gore. The time has come. Time has come, the price to be paid. Three heads as agreed when the deal was made. The debt has been called, through the voice of a child. Now summoned false, we go into the wild. Imagine a world beyond the frontier, commanded by beauty, whimsy, and fear. Where each season holds a kingdom its own, summer and winter, between and unknown. But heed the steps along your path, or else endure the Faelord's wrath. The moon and the sky, a king lost in its light. The queen's empty shadow brings with her dark night. Lost in it all, one who opened the door. She stands at the precipice, her heart yet unsure. Names have been won, and now blades will sing. The bard has been set. Will the knight take the king? This is the Feywild West. Beware the realm of fairy. We must be wise. We must be brave. Now let's be legendary. A red light appears in the eyes of the skull on the harp, and suddenly the red light suffuses cracks along the obsidian, and it starts to move. Oh, hell no. The mandolin and the piano start to glow. Nope. And I need you to roll initiative. Yes! Oh, man. I have advantage on initiative, right? Yes, yep. I do. I have plus of my initiative now. Wow, that's great. I guess I'm just like, I think this is so cool that I can't even get my shit together. Six. Eleven. Okay, I need the two of you to make deck saves. Twenty-one. Nice, Celine, what'd you get? Eighteen. Eight. Nice, okay, cool. So you aren't gonna take full damage from this. So you both take eight points of a combination of psychic and thunder damage as the harp writhes and the strings cause the air around them to vibrate in like this visible wave that explodes out from it, causing this wave of deafening pain. Hmm. And James and Harmon also take that much. Kelly, it is your turn. Okay, I shift out. Okay. Summoning Death Whisper bonus action, is that a free action? 
technically it's a bonus action, so okay. you can you can shift out and summon Death Whisper yes. all in, in one turn. Then that's what I do. Okay. Then it is James' turn. He summons both of his guns as a bonus action. He's going to shoot at the harp, just saying, "What the fuck is this?" Welcome to the Feywilds. This is where it gets fun. So he lets out two quick shots, doing a total of 21 points of damage to the harp. 21. Jeebs. Yep. Nice. Then it is the instrument's turn. Oh, good. The harp rides, and it's really weird to see it move, because as it moves, the strings, they should become lax and like unable to produce notes. But even as they twist and curve, they somehow held with tension. It lets out two discordant notes. One is going to shoot out towards you, Talia. That is a 19 to hit. Matches. Okay. Eight points of damage. And then the other one shoots out towards Simon. (laughs) Oh, shit. No. Simon just looks at the incoming bolt of noise and just says, oh, dear, before it smashes into him. And suddenly there's just a giant hole through his chest. Oh shit. In six seconds, his entire body dissolves back down to his skull and it just clatters to the floor. Well, fuck. (laughs) Shit. Then the dragon piano goes. It thumps around on the stage using little claw feet. It's walking on three feet, so it moved a little awkwardly. Uh-huh. But then its keys, it plays a major chord. Oh. <laughs> and it opens its mouth. The major chord booms out. I need everybody, so the two of you and James and Harmon, to make this is a con save. Okay. Cool. 20. Okay. So the two of you take seven points of thunder damage. James and Harmond, however, are not as lucky, taking the full brunt of it and actually getting thrown to the ground prone. Ah, crap. And the mandolin is going to go, also letting out two bolts of discordant energy, one towards Celine and one towards you, Talia. That's a miss. And Celine, does a 21 hit you? Yep. Okay. 17 points of damage. Ow. Harmon's turn. Harmon gets up off the ground, takes out the loot again, mm-hmm. letting out a electric piercing cord. And suddenly this bolt of lightning forms in front of him and shoots out in a jagged line, doing 35 points of damage. Dang. To wow. each of the instruments. Oh yeah. Celine, it is now your turn. Okay. I'm just going to cast Toll the Dead okay. on the Alp. It fails. Yay! So go ahead and roll your 3d12. Yep. Wow, that's shitty damage. Like, that's really shitty. 13, a whole 13. As you cast the spell and the shepherd's tone rings out, it suddenly plays another discordant note and it seems to intersect and cancel out the shepherd's tone. Bullshit! <laughs> Callie, it is your turn. I'm gonna shoot one shot at the harp. Okay. 23. That'll hit. 17. Nice, that kills it. Oh, oh, so you kill it. Um, Close it. So then I aim at the piano. Okay, piano. 19. That does not hit the piano. Really? 19? 
Let's not hit the piano. Okay, I try it again. It bounces off the dragon skull. <laughs> Did it bite you? Yeah. You got to teach him not to bite. I'm gonna take three points of damage because I rolled a nat one. Mm -hmm. Does a 28 hit it? Yes. Thank you. Christ. Five points of damage on the frickin' piano. God, do you have to do that so hard? Jesus. How much damage you take? Sweet points? Yeah, but it hurts when it's coming it, from like a, to like when the gun you're holding like goes at you or yeah. bites you. Are you sure it just doesn't doubt your feelings? Like, I thought we were friends. <laughs> and you bite me because you misfired. So James's turn. James is actually going to load up a spell and cast it at the piano and totally miss. Yeah. yeah. He loads Fuck this piano. <laughs> he loads up a chromatic orb and oh, man. fires it and it just splashes against the skull of the piano and has no effect. Now it's the mandolin and the piano's turn. The mandolin is going to let out a cacophony of noise and I need all of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Hey, cool. Nope. Oh my god, I rolled two twice. What the ever-living fuck. Well, I rolled a three once. Eleven. Four. <laughs> so, all y'all take... 21 points of a mix of psychic and thunder damage. And the piano starts glowing with an infernal red fire. Oh boy. And I need Talia, Celine, and James to make deck saves. Seven. Nat 20. Nice. Celine, you take 22 points of fire damage. Oh. And Talia, you take 11 points of fire damage as it lets out a wave of sulfur smelling flame. Ugh. James managed to make his save and so only took half damage. Okay. So Harmon's turn now. Harmon is going to play a small song on his lute. Celine, you get a point of bardic inspiration. Ooh, what's so, that do? Uh, you take a d10, uh -huh. and you can add it to any ability check, save, or attack roll in the next 10 minutes. Okay. Ability check, save, or attack roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not damage roll, unfortunately, but... Yeah. Celine, what are you at for hit points? 26. 26? Yeah. He is going to come up to you then and do a third level cure wounds. Oh, I was going to do that. I got Okay. So take back 19 hit points. Oh, thank you. And then, Celine, it is your turn. I'm going to, since uh, apparently told it doesn't work, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. That works. It works. So you just counterspelled it, and the harp is dead. Well, I don't trust any of these bitches, so I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it on the piano. Okay. Piano. Yep, uh, it fails that deck save, so go hey. ahead and roll 3d8. 13 plus 4, 18. 18? Okay, nice. It is not quite dead, but almost. Cool. So then, Tally, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing. Okay. On the piano, 16 plus 11. That'll hit. Cool. 11. Uh, that'll kill it. And then mandolin. Mm-hmm. 11 plus 11 is 22. That'll hit. 18 plus 11. That'll hit. And 19? Total 20. Oh, 20. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Yeah. So 14, 15, 20, 30. Yeah, that kills it. So with a final volley of shots from the gunslinger, the instruments fall silent. <sighs> and the egg that's sitting on the stage just flickers and fades out of existence. 
did music become this fucking dangerous? You know, rock and roll just destroying it, placing. Kids today. Kids these days. <laughs> yeah. Everybody all right? Mostly. Uh, <clears throat> I could use some help. How bad are you? Out of 80, I'm, I took 54 points of damage. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to cast Reinvigorate on you. What does that do? That maxes out my healing. Nice, okay. Yeah, I'm going to cast it at level 4. Better? Much better, thank you. <sighs> How are you doing, Talia? I'm fine. Are you sure? How fine are you? 52. Yeah, I'm fine. <sighs> Can I catch that smell again? Uh, make another survival check. Guidance. Harmond also gives you another dice of bardic inspiration. Hey, cool. So... D10. 20. 20? You are able to catch it again. <sighs> Somebody grab Simon. Oh yeah, shit. I go get his, I go get his skull. Yep. Try waking your butt. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I look at it and I'm like, like, pat his head, like, wake up, Simon. Simon? It's nothing. I shake uh. a little, Simon. I, like, put my ear up to him. Simon, can you hear me? <laughs> shit. It's nothing. Oh, fuck. Well, let's hope there's not two rooms with a black hole. A singularity? Yeah. Okay. Follow the scent. Okay, you continue on following the scent out of this room uh, back into a hallway of twisted wood and more weird and complicatedly designed doors. They seem to just getting an odd number of sides now. Some of them are like very lopsided. Some mm. of them are only big enough for a child to fit through. Hey James, I dare you to stick your head in. I dare you to as well. Why? You have to now. I don't know. If you turn down a Dale, that means that you are a wuss. Do you want to be a wuss, James? <laughs> get him killed. <laughs> <laughs> you have a ramifier. We both have a ramifier. It's fine. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, uh, I've got, oh, I've got a raised dead. We're good. Fine. <laughs> Goes and opens the door and peeks inside. Just stops. Closes <laughs> the door. Goes in there. <clears throat> and just shits his mouth and keeps walking. What was oh, in I there? Oh, I gotta know now. Uh-uh. James, what was in there? I opened it up. And Damn it! You no, you I just just peek in. What's in there? It is a completely empty room, just plain floors and ceiling. And James just turns back and grins at you. Wait, what's in there? <laughs> what was in there? Oh, I go and look. <laughs> it is a completely empty room. I scream. <laughs> Like Sleepy Auto, right? Christina Ricci, just blood curdling shriek, and I like fall back. <laughs> okay, actually, when you scream, looking into the room, eyes start popping open all over the floor and ceiling. Yeah, I slammed the door shut, and I like, I like back against the other wall, and I look at you and and James, horrified. Nineteen to insight. What do I have to roll against? Deception. Them? Deception if you're trying to pretend to be scared. Nat 20. I look back at the door. <laughs> I go back and look at no, the no, door. No, no, what? no. No, there was nothing in there. I didn't see anything. Neither of you saw it. Okay, no, no, okay. No, no, no. no. I no, grab her no, arm and we no. keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. And as you two are walking ahead of me, I just clean, like... I don't make any noise because then you'll know. Oh, so as we're walking, though, I like look over at James, not a fan of the wolf, huh? Uh, I didn't say that. 
Was, it's just weird. We're in a weird place. I'm weirded out right now. I come up to you, Talia, and I just take your arm. Like, hold you tight as we are walking. It's okay, baby. <laughs> and I just shake my head. Like, it's all right. We're not going in that room anymore. I'm not. You're such an asshole. <laughs> oh, I was about to use this. I was about to use my bardic You were about to waste it on a uh, prank. Yes, I was. I was about to, I was going to use this. I was going to use luck. I was about, I was like, this has got to go off without a hitch. Anyway. Uh, Celine, right about now, your necklace turns off. Oh, okay. I'll cast it again. Okay. Still following the scent. Yep. It leads you to a door that looks like a spiral. It has two different kinds of wood interworked in a spiral pattern that sinks in a little bit with the doorknob at the center of the spiral. Okay. Well, that's where the scent leads. So I, I open the door slowly and look in. Okay, make a con save. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know what? You know what? Okay, I'm, I am not joking. The minute you were like, I'm gonna open the door, I was like, we should check for traps. My Megzi sense went off and I was like, Nah, we haven't had a check for traps this whole time. If only we had a rogue. If what? What are you looking at me for? James. Con? Yeah. Seven. Okay, you look through the door and your vision starts spinning and you have to lean to the side to retch from motion sickness. Ugh. Ew. But you manage to close your eyes and peek back open. The room ahead of you it's another hallway. It starts out pretty normally before it starts to twist around and back up and over and around and it's slowly moving and the motion of it just is this very weird disorientating sensation. All right, who's got a rope? I have a rope. Great. I, I was going to say, I have linen. No, that's not going to work. Okay, so I, I take the rope, mm -hmm. go up to Harmon, and wrap it around his arm, mm -hmm. and like tie it, then go to James, mm -hmm. wrap that, like wrap again. Yeah. Go to Celine, wrap it again, and then to me, and wrap it around. All right, everybody close your eyes. Why? Because the room spins. It spins? Yeah. It... I, point to the spiral. It spins. So holding on to the rope, mm -hmm. just keep your eyes closed and your hand on the wall. Because it was a hallway, right? Yep, it was a hallway. All right, let's do this. But how would we know? Okay. I'm, fo I'm following my nose, but the less disoriented we get, the better. So if we can't see it spinning. Don't we have that gem? Right. Well, we can't all look through it. Yes, but if you are going fast, you can. Okay, everybody else close your eyes. All right, I take out the gem of the true I forgot we okay. had that, thanks. Yeah. As you put the gem to your eye, the hallway straightens out and just becomes a solid straight line ahead of you. All right. Everybody got your eyes closed? Yes. Yep. Yes. I follow the smell and go. Okay. So you go down the hallway. This hallway actually doesn't have any doors in it, but like the stone hallway, has windows spaced along it. A lot of them look out into empty night. One of them you walk by and it's a giant eye looking through the window and it just follows your motion. I wave. 
just continues watching you as you continue down the hallway. <laughs> Keep going, yeah. Yep. Nope out of that, thanks. Yep. Uh, another one is a forest scene that is upside down. Okay. Can I open my eyes yet? No. You get to another doorway at the end of the hall that is also shaped in a spiral, but this one is protruding out towards you instead of sinking away from you. Got it. I open the door. Okay. You step out into a room that was the size of the library, except this one isn't full of books. The ground breaks away in front of you, standing on the ridge of a cliff inside of a massive cave and covering the floor in mounds, heaps, and hills are gold, gems, suits of armor, pearls the size of your head. Okay, so when everybody opens their eyes, remember we can't take anything. Why, what would we want to take? Wow. Who the hell keeps this much if they're not spending anything? Uh, I don't know, but I'd like to meet them to discuss, um... (laughs) I would like to be their friend. You guys do realize we've met her and she likes skulls, right? You know who else likes skulls? But I said I want to be their friend. I don't think she's my friend. No. Okay, then. According to lore, dragons would hoard such quantities of gold. She's a dragon? There haven't been any dragons for years. Hundreds of years. Not on the material plane. Wait, where'd you learn that, Holland? Books. You've just been hanging out in the library? When not with Nikki or Talden, yes. Fair enough, okay. I have the reading capacity of 25 pages per second. All right. So getting past my greedy nature, we can't take anything yet. Yeah, may I remind you, you yelled at me about not taking any skulls. I'm not getting anything, although this is exactly the thing that I would want. What do you, how do you think? This is exactly the thing that I bought the the portable hole for. (laughs) And how do you think I felt back there when there was also skulls? Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Okay. Uh, smell. Uh, where's the egg? The smell is coming from deep within this chamber. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. I'm going to head towards that smell. <laughs> All right. So first you have to get down. It's about a 30 foot drop. Um, I can get down there. Good for you. Well, I mean, I can get down there and find it. Well, you wouldn't know where to look. See, Eel is a good example of when I wish that that you guys could. Well, you can. Well, you two might be able to get in the house. <gasps> oh, okay. I take the doorknob mm-hmm. and I put it on the door, like you know, like on the wall. Uh-huh. Open it. It doesn't open. Never mind. Can you pick up Harmon? How big is he? He's not any taller than Jareth. But he weighs significantly more. Okay, so it's like, but you say that, okay, well, that's a good point. Let's see. And I go over to him and try to pick him up. You know. No, I cannot. <laughs> Can you climb, Harmon? I have never tried. Well, now's a good time to learn, eh? Is there a place we can attach a rope? Yes. You can actually attach the rope to the doorknob. <laughs> oh, the doorknob that didn't open? Uh, was that, or uh, I was thinking the door that you just came through. Oh, okay. Yeah, either one. Let's do that. I don't want to get the doorknob. No, I, I agree. 
I'm just going to put my wings. Yeah, you can fly down. Um, James and Almond and I can just climb. Well, James and Almond can. You can shadow step. I can do that. You know what we need? Bottle gun. Right? I'm more worried about Hamon. James is pretty capable. Mm-hmm. Make a use, use rope, rope check. check. <laughs> Make a survival check. Okay. Um, Guidance. Yeah, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten, eleven. I shout from down, down below. Twelve. Twelve. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> you manage to tie the rope onto the doorknob securely and get it around Harmon so that it's kind of like a slip knot where you can lower him down. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of time, but you successfully managed to lower him down to the cave floor. Gold clinks and scatters as he steps on it. James just takes the rope in a gloved hand and like wraps it around his arm uh-huh. and jumps off and letting go and catching back on, rappelling down the side of the cave. What a show off I say with my wings. So I'm flying. I wait as he gets almost to the bottom and then I shadow step to be right with him. Ah, rude. <laughs> a little voice says in his ear, what is rude? All right, smell. Sir, I will check again. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't I don't think guidance is going to help me. Uh, that one? No, it was a five. Uh, mm-hmm. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We are in the same room with it, though. Thirteen, fourteen. All right. If you weren't in the same room with it, it'd be a bit harder. But you follow it through deeper into the chamber, climbing up and over mountains of gold and gems. Well, there, yeah, I'm floating. We're slipping and sliding all over the place. Yeah, just <laughs> sending gold slides cascading down. And then eventually, you know, I get tired of just floating, and so I start. Do you like perch on somebody? That wasn't what I was going to do, but I like that better. <laughs> like you just like kind of stand on like somebody's shoulder, but because you're still using your wings, you can barely feel it. Yeah, yeah. And everyone gets a talent. Says. Yes. <laughs> on Almond, I'm standing on his head. So. You get to the top of one mound and stop looking down into a valley of gold and jewels. Talia, you see the egg. Continue with the butt. But it is being curled around by a giant green dragon. Are you shitting me? We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Feywild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We are all over social media, and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that, too, in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public, plus you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player's notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent-Gray is played by Chris Sass-Council. Celine Argent-Gray is played by Megzi Sass-Council. And our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. 
Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megsy Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Barr, and the tarot guide used in the game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.